today we're going to do unpopular opinions. I'm excited about this. I'm excited too, because <laughs> I read a couple of them, uh, but I haven't read all of them. And okay. I figured we could just pass the phone back and forth. Sure. So let's get into it. I'm excited. And I um, had you guys ask, what am I trying to say? Uh, submit your unpopular opinions anonymously. Yes. Which I just like doing it anonymous because then everybody feels more bold, which is kind of scary. No, for sure. Yeah. Some people say some wild shit that they actually do. is like unrelated to anything that I've <laughs> asked you to say. Um, I remember you reading me a couple. It's Interesting. Just, just a little weird. <laughs> but to the ones who do it appropriately... Thank inappropriately you. appropriately yes what we're asking for <laughs> yes that's like related to what we're asking for thank you okay first one home alone isn't a christmas movie it has nothing to do with christmas other than the time of the year hmm. you know i don't think i have an opinion on it i think that all christmas movies are kind of like that yeah if you really think about it but what makes a christmas movie a christmas movie does it have to always be about santa no. to be a christmas movie sometimes no. it's just the feels the magic surrounding the season. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Home Alone does that. It does that like more than any other movie. I watched, um, well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Gets very offended over the first one. <laughs> but I watched like a behind the scenes. Um, I, I love this show on Netflix. It's called The Movies That Made Us. And they do okay. behind the scenes of like very famous movies. And they did one on Home Alone. And so you learn how they do different scenes and everything. But the thought that they put into into the wardrobe and like the styling of everything is amazing. So everything okay. in the house is red and green. Like the wallpaper is either red or green. Furniture is red and green. It's done tastefully. Yeah. But like even people's outfits, they have red and green. Things like that. Like they put they in really a lot of They really want to hone in on the yeah. season. So I mean, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Beyonce is overrated. So I saw a few things pertaining to her and then also Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then you and I kind of talked about this. We did. Here's the thing. I get why people think that. But then I also think I also get why people love her as well. Both of them. And I think just in general with most people in the industry, I admire their hard work. For me, Beyonce isn't my personal favorite. I don't love all of her music, but there are some songs that I like. And I like her for who she is. Yeah. Um, Her work ethic. How she's gotten where she is, yeah. how long she's been in the industry. I think it's just it's a personal opinion about overrated. You know, I also don't think that either. Like, I feel like when I see her, even if I don't, I mean, there are songs throughout. God, she's been since I feel like since I was like ten. Yeah, maybe like, younger Destiny's than that Child. with Destiny's Child. So like, we grew up with her, and there's at least a song every year that I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, have I gone to any of her, any of her concerts? No. Um, do I have any her CDs or anything? No. But like, that doesn't make me think that she's overrated just because other people love her. Mm-hmm. You know, and clearly she's not overrated because a bunch of people like her. Yeah, so. she wouldn't be su- as successful as she was if she was overrated. Yeah. So I think it's just like a genre, almost opinion at that point because like. Her genre of music isn't, like, my go-to. Yeah. But, like, I can get down to it. Exactly. So, 
you know. And like I understand why like even if it's something that I don't like about mm-hmm. her or someone at all. Yeah. I also can see and understand like why someone would like that. Absolutely. Like, we just have a difference of opinion. Yeah. And there were a lot of um, unpopular opinion. Why can I not say that today? <laughs> unpopular like, opinions. Unpopular opinions about Taylor Swift and how she like they just don't get it. And it's again like kind of like the same thing. Yeah. But I did want to talk about the Easter eggs and things that make it fun being a Swifty. So she has like it's almost like her whole career is a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. So depending on like what she's wearing or how she styles her hair or different words that she says, you can kind of connect the dots and see that she has clues to like clue into what she's doing next. So I've found it's actually a lot of fun yeah. to do all that. You kind of feel a little crazy, you know, because <laughs> you're like, oh, my gosh, she wore a snake ring. That means this is coming. Yeah. You know, but also I can see someone look at that and be like, that's stupid. But she's doing it towards her audience. Like it's gearing towards her audience. And if she's doing that for her audience, then that's all that matters. Like me, I'm not into the audience per se. I haven't gone to any of her concerts there are so- again she's another one that i grew up with there's a song every single year that i can absolutely get down to but to also say that she's overrated it's just not true yeah i agree it's just it's not your preference that's what really needs to be said if you think somebody's overrated just that they're just not your preference yeah and i remember when we were talking about this you talked about lana del rey mm-hmm. cuz i also really love her too but like you relate more with Lana where yes. I relate more with Taylor. Yes. And I think that's part of it is you you maybe have your preferences based on like your own personal experiences mm-hmm. and you find something in them that you relate to. Yes. And so it makes sense. Exactly. So if you don't like Beyonce or you don't like Taylor Swift. I it, just don't think you relate to them then. Exactly. It's not to say that they're, they shouldn't be who they are. <laughs> yeah. Successful. Like when I see those women, I think of strong, successful, independent, talented artists, not underrated loser yeah and when you say that you don't get it well that tells more more about you for sure okay the next unpopular opinion i don't mind winter okay i agree yeah same i like winter especially when it's snowing and i know a lot of people i swear ruben and i were just talking about this last night someone said around him like oh it's gonna snow two feet soon which is it I don't know. (laughs) I just let it. I'm like, let me be surprised at this point. I literally don't care anymore. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) But like, I just do not understand the like cold bitterness inside people's soul about the winter. You have. And like, I also hate when people say, then move. But that's like what I think in my head. I'm like, why are you living here then if you're so fucking miserable? We live in a place where it gets extremely hot and humid and we live in a place where it gets extremely cold and we have brutal winters. So, yeah, I like it. I think there's definitely beauty in, I don't know, the older that I've, I've gotten, I just, there's beauty in all seasons and that's why I do love living here. But I can understand just sometimes I'm like, okay, it's enough. You know, like when it starts to get cold and the first flurries, it's just like, it is so magical to me. I love it. I get the warm, fuzzy feeling. And then what it is for me is that it drags. Like, I want to believe that spring starts at this time, summer starts at this time, fall, winter, so on. But sometimes living here, winter can last six months if it wanted to. Yeah. And I'm like, what? 
But then you get a couple good years where it's like you get the actual amount of months that the season's supposed to be, and then you have a wonderful season. And I'm like, I absolutely love winter. So I think it just really depends on the year for sure. I totally agree. If it's like mid-April and we have snow, which happens almost every year, to be mm-hmm. honest, I'm annoyed. Annoyed. But I'm even fine with snow through March. Yeah. But if I had it my way, we would start to have a spring, spring in, March. in March. Same. Which we did have that recently. I forgot we what did. year. Was it last year? This past year has been like the most perfect like winter, spring, summer, fall but then it's turned into a warm winter. Yeah. And so like all December, we, the fact that it snowed on Halloween and like hasn't the entire month of December, except for like the two seconds it flurried and went away. And then was 60 degrees on Christmas. Yeah. Like anyway, <laughs> it's I'm just hoping that if we do get winter, it stays in January and February and then we can get another really great spring. So yeah. we'll see. I hope so. I'm ready for spring. The show Friends is so lame. (laughs) You're lame. (laughs) You know what? I have watched Friends. I'm also like, I don't have an opinion on that. Like, it's a good show. And but like, I, I, it's not something that I religiously watched every single episode. Yeah. And so that's just kind of how I feel about it. I don't really think I have an opinion on it. I think it's a good show for what it is. And that's it. I've seen every episode and I can quote it. So clearly I disagree. (laughs) And your opinion is unpopular. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Although I will say, because in this era of time, you have the um, friends and then sex in the city. Mm -hmm. If I were to choose, I would choose sex in the city. Okay. Because I've always seen those two go head to head just to give it a little bit more of a spicier, unpopular opinion. Um, I would choose Sex in the City. Speaking of, which I already know your answer, but which which are you if you were one of the girls in Sex in the City? Who, who do you think you are? I don't know. I feel like I see myself in every single one of them. Totally. Like, why did I? <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I think that's why I like the show is because I can see myself in every single one of those women. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I enjoy about it. If you had to pick one that you're the most like. I don't know. You tell me. If you if you have a vision, you said you know Samantha. Okay, so there I are parts s- of her that you're not like though. Yeah, but I think mostly Samantha. I was gonna say Samantha too. Besides, just like the you're not as promiscuous. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, how do we say this respectfully? I know that sounds like I yeah. But okay, if you put it that way, then yeah, I'm Samantha for sure. I used to think. That I was very much like Charlotte. Okay. But I don't know. I can't. And then I was like, well, maybe I'm Carrie. But the more I watch it, the more I can't stand Carrie. So I'm like, so I feel like I'm a pretty good mix. But I don't know. What do you think? I still maybe think that I'm the most like Charlotte. I was just going to say that. Yeah, because even to think of Miranda, like you're not like her either. Mm Mm-mm. Like, not in any way. Miranda, like, I love her, but she's very, just not you. She's very pessimistic. Mm-hmm. She's very realistic. Mm-hmm. She's think- definitely a glass half empty kind of girl on every situation. Mm-hmm. And can be, like, bitter on things. And, like, you're just not bitter. Yeah. So, no. I would definitely say Charlotte. Yeah. For sure. And she's kind of a, I don't know. She's kind of a prude. <laughs> A little bit. But I feel like I'm Charlotte with a sprinkle of Samantha. Samantha. I was going to say that too. (laughs) Next one. I hate Paris. Like Paris, France. That's what I figured. Or like Paris Hilton. 
I took it as Paris, France. So did I. So, which I guess if you're going to say Paris Hilton, we'll just lump that in with everything that we said before. Exactly. Um, but Paris, France, I don't really have anything to say because I've never been there. I've never been there either. Although I think because of social media, before social media, Paris was so or perceived to be so romantic and just luxurious in a in a beautiful like sophisticated way and then with the dawn of social media at least the videos i've seen pop up they really make it seem like france is just a shit <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah that they're like why are you seeing the eiffel tower this actually really sucks um the people here suck it's like garbage and like people are smoking in your face just being rude and i'm like okay it, have you seen the girl on TikTok? Her whole TikTok is about being an American living in Paris. Mm-mm. And she like shares all of these tips and tricks on like, if you're coming here, watch out for this. Well, it turns out like all of her videos end up being about how people are trying to scam you and rob you. And it's like you literally just make and this can't be it, but it for makes sure. it feel like Paris is like you're just going to get robbed at every moment because they can tell you're American or tourist or yeah. whatever. I was just going to say, I feel like when I come across any really high profile tourist area they say that that's true like i'm i'm blanking on the other videos i've seen of like other really popular or like egypt they're like when you're gonna go see the pyramids there's people who come up to you and they're like oh i'm a tour guide and blah 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 and they're like they scam you take your money so i think it's just mostly in areas that are very very touristy where they know that they can take advantage of somebody who's not from there yeah so but <laughs> like every video she's like don't you're gonna get like okay when we went to nola Everybody, if you guys don't know Nola is, it's New Orleans, Louisiana, here in the States. And a lot of people were telling me, because we went there for my 30th birthday, they were like, oh, you're going to get pickpocketed. Like, people are going to rob you. People are going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And we went and we had the best, absolute best time. But we're also very aware of not to, like, get close to people that we don't know and, like, not watch our belongings. Is that because we're from Chicago, so we have common sense? Because people say that about Chicago, too. And it's like, well, okay, like, maybe don't go right next to the person who's, like, looking shady or whatever whatever the case may be. Exactly. Like, clearly high on drugs. (laughs) No, seriously. And I feel like I'm that type of person anyway when when a stranger is getting too close to me, I'm always like, back up. Yeah. Back up. What are you doing? Back up. Yeah. And so I feel like I just don't have that problem. But you never know. Some of them are sneaky. When you're in the city in Chicago, do you take your money and, like, put it in your bra or anything? No, I've done that before. I'm, I, I've done Not, that before, but I don't know if I've done it in the city. I've just done it when I didn't have anywhere else to put it. I okay. used to shove so many things in my bra. <laughs> you know, my mom would always keep her <laughs> lipstick in her bra. I love it. <laughs> but I mean, I've done that before when I'm like, uh, I do want my purse to have my things. But like if someone were to steal my purse, I'd keep my like belongings on my purse. Yeah, for sure. But I don't do it all the time, but sometimes. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not, like, crossing Paris off the list, but I agree. I do think that with social media, it has, like, kind of dulled the sparkle. For sure. And I do think, too, a lot of popular things 
I think just seem more special than they actually end up being. Like mm-hmm. when I went to Times Square, it was like, okay, this is cool, but it wasn't what I had like built it in my head. I think that the most of the sparkle and the excitement is just like the thought about it For and sure. actually the reality. And I think when you experience something new that you haven't seen on social media or haven't seen a lot of people talk about, it becomes more special, even if it's l- less beautiful. And I have to say, no matter what it is or where you're at you bring the magic you yourself and so i think that's why so many destinations or possessions seem so magical because we ourselves put the magic in the product or wherever we're at because we're making the most of it and the best of it because i've definitely gone places where i was like oh this isn't what i thought it was gonna be until i changed my mindset and then i'm like oh my god this place is so great you know so I think I think about that too. So orange and lemon flavored Starburst and banana Laffy Taffy are the best flavors in their category. You know who else thinks that? Not about the banana, but the Starburst is Ruben. Orange and yellow are his favorite. And I was like, perfect, because I'll take the pink and red. Okay, I'm partially there. Lemon is the best Starburst flavor and then cherry and then orange, then pink. Wow. Yeah. But anything banana flavored is disgusting. They need to stop making it. Laffy Taffy runs. Disgusting. Stop doing it. You like really threw me off with the banana Laffy Taffy. Are you a fan? No, her. Oh, popular opinion. Because I was like, oh, see, yeah, you're right. And then I was like, oh, but you were so wrong. Yeah, no, that like (laughs) threw me through for a loop. Like I still disagree with the Starburst. Starburst. Like the pink and the red are my favorite. Yeah. But actually, when I was in eighth grade choir, we got the sour Starburst. Okay. And I feel like they don't make these anymore, these specific ones, because when we would do something correct, we would get a sour Starburst. And one of them was blue raspberry. Ooh. And then the other one was green. And I don't know what it was, if it was like sour lime or what. like sour apple? Maybe it was sour apple. Bitch. The best. Uh, like my mouth is watering right now thinking about it i haven't had it since eighth grade wow and i think i went on either amazon or somewhere and i tried looking for them and i can't find them i feel like they don't make them anymore blue raspberry anything though is my absolute favorite in any category it's in any category it's my top favorite it's the best Mm -hmm. okay weddings are a waste of money (sighs) again i think it just it's a like your type of preference because me personally do I want a big wedding? No. Um, but when I see other people put that money and effort and energy into it, I still think it's cool. Yeah. Even though it's just not me. And I, that I obviously have a job because of it. So like I want it to be popular. Yeah. But I think a lot of times people will have weddings and they'll do it in a certain way because it's number one, either expected or other people did it that way or um, your friends did it this way. So I have to do it that way. And then you get into like the traditions of like, okay, well, now I need to do a flower toss. I have to do a garter toss. I have to do a first look like you go down. There's so like a million. It really is. And when we were planning our wedding, I looked at every single aspect and was like, I don't want to fucking do that. So I there were so many like traditional things quote unquote that I just didn't want to do. Number one, I didn't have a bridal party. Number two, I didn't do a 
flower toss. Like the list goes on. And I don't think you did one of those garter things either, Mm -mm. right? Yeah. No. And we had pizza for our meal. So there's just like a lot of different things that we made it our own. Yeah. And when I look back at that day, I think it's one of the best days of my life. And I would do it over again. I also planned it for... Actually, when I think back, <laughs> it feels like I planned it for like four years. I only planned it six months ahead of time. Yeah, because I, you had to change your mind. Yeah, everything was, it's a long story, but um, <laughs> I remember because I had COVID at the time, January of 21. And I was like, you know, I should probably send out my save the dates. And so I sent it out. So that was seven months ahead of time. And then come March, I really started planning. But yeah. that's besides the point. So for me and my experience, if I would do like a traditional wedding the way that other people do it, I do think that's a waste of money because I wouldn't want to waste my money on things that I don't enjoy. Exactly. And so you have to make it your own. And if that means you don't have a wedding, then that's the right choice for you. And I agree. Yes. It's all very personal. I agree. All everything that you just said. Perfect. Stealing it. Skinny shaming is just as real and harmful as fat shaming. Oh my God. I thought... The fact that that's an unpopular opinion is kind of sad. I know. Because I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And and I just went through it. So, yeah, I feel you. It's really, really fucking annoying. Yeah. And again, I feel like people are like, well, that's I'd rather have that problem than the other problem. And again, Why? I think it's just like a mindset. Either way, uh, it's annoying. And it's not fun to be commented on your appearance in any way, shape or form, unless I bring it up first. Yeah, like exactly. Like if I'm like, hey, I'm feeling blah, blah, blah because I feel like I'm losing too much weight or I'm gaining too much weight. I'm opening it up for conversation. But I can't tell you this past year how many people. So first of all, this past year I got braces, um, Invisalign. So it's a lot harder to eat the way I was accustomed to. And then I was having a lot of um, internal issues with my digestion and my hormonal with my period, things like that. My entire body just went haywire and I started like being allergic to things. I couldn't eat as much. It was crazy. And I dropped 15 pounds. What people didn't realize is I went back to the weight that I was pre-COVID. So this is what I actually used to be at. And I just had gained 15 pounds over the time, whatever. But I dropped the 15 pounds and everybody's coming up to me like, wow, did you lose weight? You're looking really skinny. Is everything okay? Blah, 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 blah. And it was just constant. And it was so fucking annoying because yeah, I have lost some weight for sure. But was it dramatic? No. That's what always catches me off guard is when, because you've mentioned a few times that people have said it to you. And I'm like, I don't even, but I see you every single week. So to me, I'm like, I don't really notice. Right. But that can really affect you, especially when you're like, obviously it wasn't on purpose. Yeah. And you had other things going on and you had worked really hard to build the muscle and the extra weight that you did put on. Like Mm -hmm. that was intentional and you did try that Mm -hmm. um, or try for that. So then the fact that this happened, it's, you didn't want that. Right. So now that people are like, oh, you, you lost weight. It's like, thanks for fucking pointing that out. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm not the type of person that I really get bent over, like, bent out of shape over things like yeah things were annoying but it wasn't enough for me to be like well fuck you you know like I'm just not that type of person I really don't care but with the amount of people who were doing it I had to step back and think like wow this shit really is annoying Mm -hmm. like how about every single one of you just mind mind your business no seriously and if you actually are genuinely worried then I'd 
like to hear the genuineness. It seemed like it was coming out of place more of um, kind of like, I, I don't want to say jealousy. Yeah, that's the first word that came to my head. Well, and I think when you think back to like, when we grew up and we were looking at magazines, everybody was ultra, ultra, ultra thin. And that was like the epitome of the perfect body. Exactly. And now over the last few years, we've pendulum swung so far in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. That is not healthy either. Right. No. Being extremely overweight is not healthy. You can't tell me that there's health at every size because number one just being overweight is unhealthy on the flip side being com- being underweight right is unhealthy mm-hmm. we need to stop glamorizing both right and just and making body types a trend a trend it's fucking weird like if i'm just thinner i'm just thinner yeah if you're a little thicker you're just thicker i'm not gonna point it out we should just stop doing that um, again unless somebody genuinely brings it up as like hey I'm having a problem. I'm feeling like I'm gaining too much or losing too much. Then it could be a conversation for sure. I'm always down for that kind con- conversation, just yeah. not in an ignorant way. Yeah. You know, exactly. What? This person, I hate dogs. Oh. Desperately wish I loved them like everyone else, but I'm nervous around dogs and their hair everywhere okay. grosses me out. Okay. So it seems like you have like a, a fear which, you know what? I can't knock somebody for having a fear on something because that has to suck. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> um, okay, listen. It, it sounds like the dogs that you've been around haven't been well trained. Yeah. Like, I mean, my dog can get a little nippy, but I... She's I, bad sometimes. She's a little naughty, but I let people know, like, hey, don't touch her. She's going to growl and she... For sure. She's never bit anybody. Yeah, no. But I don't know. Yeah. You know? You so, don't know. like... She's going to bark at you. So I get it. Like if you've been bit by a dog before or something like I get it. The hair everywhere. I mean, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. But she also she doesn't shed that much. I don't know. Do you feel like there's tons of hair everywhere? I mean, sometimes you sit down, and you stand up and there's hair on you. I mean, I feel like it, she's like a typical animal. Yeah. Like I feel like any animal they shed just like we do. Like my hair's all over the place, too. And when I walk out of the bathroom, I'm like, why is it everywhere? Yeah. So I feel like it's just typical she's like typical of every animal that i've ever been around yeah um i was a psycho though when i had my dogs because i'm allergic to dogs i'm allergic to animals and so like i literally had to wash everything once a week my sheets couches floors literally the them themselves once a week because of that um so i kind of you know whatever but i just love animals so i can't say that i hate like when you say I hate and you wish like I just don't hate things and I don't hate animals I just love them all I do hate snakes I don't like them one bit you know at all I think they're I see I can't say I hate them either because I think they're super pretty I've been bit by one before I used to want one as a pet and I know that that they are not for me but I still even think they're pretty when I was in first grade we had I don't know if it was a zoo or someone some kind of animal handler came to our school mm-hmm. and it was like a show and tell kind of thing where they bring like the snakes and the crocodiles and all like the they put this motherfucking snake head on my <laughs> desk and it was like <laughs> on my desk and before they knew it I was out of my seat <laughs> and underneath the desk behind me like no thanks yeah no, why would first grade i've yeah, hated that was, snakes ever i was since. just gonna say <laughs> <laughs> so there's that unpopular opinion i hate when makeup artists use filters on social media 
how is your audience supposed to know what the actual product looks like when you put it when you put a filter on it? Okay, I have like a dual opinion on this because I get it, but at the same time, it's Let's social it. media, so get over it. <laughs> That's it. how I feel because you have to go into social media knowing that it's all fake, anyways. It's not going to look exactly real in real life, anyways. And this is I'm I don't even really use a lot of filters myself. At the on the flip side, I get what you're saying. If you're trying to like see a product or see like how it works and then someone's got a filter that completely morphs their face i get that it's it's like hard to tell yeah but i'm not mad about it i like move on because i understand that social media is fake and i also think about okay the reason why that person is putting a filter on is they're probably a little insecure and so then I, i like don't think twice about it i move on that's my true opinion yeah i feel like i guess i feel a little bit of both ways too Especially when it comes like the insecurity, like I can already tell when someone just doesn't like the way they look and they put a filter on it. Like you can clearly see when there's a filter. I think it it becomes a problem for me when you are talking about a product or trying to sell a product, especially some of these higher ones where they're like getting paid to talk about these products. I think you're just not being truthful at that point. And I don't like that. That specifically, like the whole Michaela thing with the lashes, Mm -hmm. was it eyelashes? Yeah. Something Hers like, wasn't a filter. She just like straight up put false lashes on. Right. That there is like a straight up lie. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah. And like, to be honest, I'm shocked when people do use filters when it's like a sponsored thing. Yeah. Because at least in my contracts that I've signed over the years, like you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. It has to be like true and authentic and real. Yeah. So that kind of blows my mind. I mean, but, too. But like if you are trying to sell something. For sure. I can see that being an issue. Yeah. That's the only thing that I don't like because I'm still heavily, like I love watching tutorials still or like learning about new products. Like product reviews are some of my favorite videos to watch just because I genuinely want to know if I would like the product. Mm -hmm. And then you're applying the product with a filter. How do I actually know what it's going to look like on real skin? Mm -hmm. So I 100% agree on that. I think there's just, there has to be that balance because sometimes filters are fun. Mm-hmm. on stories or whatever but you know I, I guess just like my only thing would be then try to follow people who you know that don't use them yeah because yeah. like for me too like if I'm following somebody and they use filters all the time mm-hmm. that's not something for me that bothers me yeah so like to me it just doesn't bother me so I'm gonna keep following them but if it bothers you then don't follow that person for sure. on the other flip side too what I don't like about filters um for my job specifically, I know makeup artists that are using filters on clients to showcase the work that they've done. That's weird. And that's super shitty because what I don't, I would never filter my client's face ever. Have I changed color up the contrast, the saturation? Yeah. But to literally put like fake makeup on? Fake makeup or like anything that changes who they are. That's mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah. And like it is so prevalent in my artistry industry that I, I can look at someone's picture right away and I'm like, you fucking heavily edited this. And now somebody's going to think like, that's what I want. And it's it's not realistic. So I think that's what annoys me with the filters in that aspect. Yeah. I think it comes down to like false advertising. It is. That's the issue. Yes. Yes. It reminds me of that photo shoot I was on. And yes, it was for a drugstore brand and all of the makeup artists used like bougie brands, like not even 
upper tier makeup. Yeah. It was like Lux. Chanel. And I can't even think of any bougie brands off the top Lemire. of my head. Mm-hmm. They used La Mer like skincare on me. Like everything was bougie. And then they were like, oh, we need to make sure that it looks like this. And so they would use something else to replicate the other thing. And then the makeup was used in photos for advertisements yeah. for this drugstore brand. And not not an ounce was the makeup they were advertising. Mm-hmm. Wild. Wild. That's wild. Mm-hmm. And they had the product sitting out, like the new products that they were supposed to be advertising. They had them sitting out. So, but, but they didn't <laughs> use them. <laughs> crazy. It is crazy. The next unpopular opinion, I miss quarantine. No. 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 Okay. Lockdowns and that whole bullshit. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. We, because of where we live in Indiana, we had like a normal life. Yeah, come spring. Like we did. It was thank thank the Lord for Indiana. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, however, there was like the first week, maybe even the first two weeks, where it felt a little what's the word? I think because we had no idea of anything, it felt like, okay, we're gonna have like a week where we don't do anything and it was kinda cozy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I week. loved that idea where I was like, wow, we just kind of slowed down. Mm-hmm. Like we all kind of like looked at our friends and family and we're like, this is different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's embrace this really quick. Mm-hmm. And if it would have stayed the two weeks that we were promised, I think I would have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But it lasted like eight months and I fucking cried every single day because I felt like I was in prison. Mm-hmm. And for other people, multiple years. Multiple years. Like, that's insane. Losing my job, first of all. Like, yeah, first of all. I'm so happy that the everybody who has a corporate job or, like, some type of service industry job that they got to just go home and get paid weekly just to sit at home. I love that for you. I would have fucking loved quarantine, too. Yeah. But guess what? I work for myself and I'm in the bridal industry and everybody had to cancel every single one of their weddings. So I had everything stripped of me, my friends, my family, my job, and I had to sit in my fucking house and cry every day about it. So no, I don't miss quarantine. Yeah, that was straight up like spring and summer for you. That sucks. It was the absolute worst. And I tried my hardest to like embrace it where I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit more on social media. And that was fun. And I did do that. But it what about the other times when I wasn't doing that? I was like just sitting at home like, yeah, I want to see my mom and my dad and my sister. I just want to be with them. You know, it was ugh. <laughs> it's just, oh, I met somebody recently and they asked what I did for a living. And I said social media. And I said, I've been doing it for like a long time. And her first thing was, oh, in 2020, did you like make a, mo- bleh, make a lot of money? And I was like, no, but I think maybe a lot of people did. For sure. Because they used that opportunity to like be online i was super depressed so i wasn't posting i I think all summer i didn't post at all no and that was the year that my grandma passed away because of it and so much other shit was going on in the world that it was just like super dark and depressing that Mm -hmm. entire summer was just fucking awful yeah now what what do i what did i like about that time period was that it first of all, made a slowdown. And I really did like that because it was the first time where I actually watched my neighborhood be families. 
Like they were outside with their kids. They were walking. They were actually enjoying being outside because they were forced to slow down. And I thought that was really, really great. And it also made me appreciate life a little bit more because I was like, oh my God, how much was taken from us? Like that. Yeah. We were all just, by the way, we're going to shut the world down. Enjoy. Yeah. So I feel like in that sense, it also made me, when, when we did like open everything back up, just appreciate life a little bit more. But the actual act of quarantine, I felt just was so chaotic in my mind because there was no end in sight. And I think if yeah. there was an end in sight, I would have felt a little bit more relaxed about it. But there wasn't. People were losing their jobs. They were losing their homes. They were losing everything. And like look at the that economy is, now because of this. Exactly. Like, and now we are struggling more than ever. More than ever. Yeah. Because of that. But I'm so glad we're all healthy. And I'm glad you enjoyed quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Botox is overrated. You're beautiful the way you are. I agree. Uh, But I also disagree because I don't think it's overrated. Again, the the same thing. It's like it's all super personal. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think getting Botox before you're even a full grown adult is it should be illegal. (laughs) Maybe not illegal, but like, come on. Unless it's like medical reasons, like the TMJ, headaches, things in that nature that like you, you can really use. Mm -hmm. But then again, who am I to say what you shouldn't shouldn't do? But you're a baby. What do you, what do you need Botox for? It drives me not seeing someone who's like not even 20 years old, even get like lip injections and stuff. You're completely changing your face before your face is even done forming. For sure. Um, Lately, I've been wanting it for my jaw, for the TMJ, but then also in between my eyebrows, I've been getting um, the little 11s, the 11s. And, but even still, like I noticed it in a video and it was like, Oh, maybe I'll get some Botox. But then I'm like, I feel too young still. And yeah. I'm 32. Mm-hmm. But people are doing it when they're in their early 20s, which is just wild to me. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of like half and half, but I think that it's overused for sure. I, I agree. And I, I think it's a wonderful. I, I also haven't had Botox or fillers or anything done on cosmetically just yet. It will be in the future because I want to age gracefully. Like I want to age just gracefully. Um, but I just feel like, again, with the dawn of social media and everything is just so glamorized. And what's like the one thing you want more than ever when you're younger is to be older. It's just social media at the your fingertips. Everybody's like, oh, I want to do that because that's what you do when you're older. My face didn't start stop changing until I was at least 25. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like even 25 to 30, it was still changing. And so obviously it's changing because I'm getting older, but it's changing for the better. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I can't imagine what I would have done if I got Botox or fillers earlier, how different my face would look like now. And I love the way my face looks like looks right now. Yeah. So I like your face. It's a good one. I like your face too. Thank and I'm you. glad we have this kind of like little silent pack of ours where we're just like not doing it. Not yet. Not yeah, we so will. <laughs> And just me and Brie literally had this conversation maybe like a month ago where I was like, I think I might. And she's this like, me too. <laughs> this might be the year. But we're still like, let's keep holding out. We, we got really are. <laughs> Yeah, we're holding out. <laughs> uh, 
the next unpopular opinion, which I actually don't think that this is very unpopular. I think okay. a lot of people think this, but there just hasn't been a change. I don't think that there should be political parties. Candidates should just state their beliefs and plans of action, and the public should vote for who they think most aligns with their beliefs. I think it would bring about much for unity and peace. I fucking agree. Yeah. I agree. But that's the point. It would bring unity and peace. I, and they don't want Call that. me a conspiracy theorist. I know. All you want. But I don't think they want unity and peace. I think they want. They love the division. They do. That's because period. then they get what they want and they make money. I wish that you could actually vote per thing. Like, what am I trying to say? Like, per like, policy or per. Yeah divisive thing or whatever so it's like you're not even voting for a person per se but you're voting for or like maybe you are voting for a person but then you're voting for laws on these specific things yes i like that That it's like even if this person lies on wherever they lie politically it doesn't matter because Mm -hmm. we voted for blah 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 blah. i agree and then that person is just upholding what we all voted for yes yes wow we just we just solved (laughs) We just solved the world's problem. <laughs> or the United States problem. Yeah. Fuck me. But the United States affects the whole rest of the world. And to be honest, everywhere else where I hear about things, it's like y'all are just as fucked just in different ways. Exactly. It's all fucked. Exactly. I love when people like point fingers. I'm like, no, we're just all fucked in a different way. Yeah. You yeah. just like you're fucked better than our fucked. And we like our fucked better than you're fucked. And it's just literally like there's pros and cons of every single Everything. thing. And yeah. And I think that like how this person says it's uh, like this is for unpopular opinions. I actually think most people think I this think way. so. Yeah, I really think when you talk with people, or at least when I've talked with people and say they lie on one side of the political spectrum or another we usually end up having a very similar opinion yes. because most people are not super far on one side or the no, other. Most people no. are somewhere towards the middle, but yeah. like maybe one or two things lie more on the other side than right. the other. And it, but I don't think that they, whoever they are, right. want us to know that. No, they don't. Anyway, <laughs> got so angry because <laughs> it's just that simple. <laughs> no, it really is. It's simple but complicated. Uh-huh. And then people want you to like talk publicly about your political beliefs on the internet. Like, why? <laughs> so we can fight more about how we're gonna disagree or agree. Yeah. By the way, I got a sample of a new perfume. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? Yeah. What do you think? Oh, oh. I feel like it smells like something that you would wear mixed with like other things. Like a deeper version. This is Taylor Swift's perfume. Uh, What she wears. Uh, Oh. (laughs) Don't include that. I'm gonna. No. (laughs) Still overrated. (laughs) No, I literally. So I, I saw someone talk about it on TikTok and I was like, oh, it's called Suntal Blush or Mm -hmm. something like that. And I was like. Oh, that kind of sounds like my vibe, like a deep but feminine. No, it does smell like what you already smell like. Yeah. So I was like, let me go get a sample or let me go smell it. And then if I like it, let me get a sample. So I got a sample. I put it on and Ruben's like, oh, you smell so good. I'm like, of course. (laughs) Fucking Taylor Swift perfume. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I seem like a super fan. 
Oh, you are. Oh my god, I don't even like her that much. I love it for you. Thank you. I didn't buy it, but I'm probably gonna. You should. You should. It smells smells like yeah. It smells like what you normally would, but deeper. Cool. Another unpopular opinion: baggy jeans are not flattering on anyone. Anyone on anyone. That's just wrong. (laughs) You know, it's so crazy how just trends change all the time because I remember never wanting skinny jeans Mm -hmm. and then I was wearing skinny jeans and could never go back to a flare or a baggy and now the last year I've bought like three baggy jeans and I'm like what is happening Mm -hmm. I think it just depends on the vibe the fit of what you're going for I can do all of the above now and Especially like going back with the me talking about like losing a little bit of weight. I actually didn't like things form fitting on my figure because I lost a little bit of weight. I was going to say so you probably prefer a baggy. I started wearing a little bit more baggy just to feel like I was a little bit more plump. Mm-hmm. And so I think it really just depends. Yeah. But there's definitely something for everybody. No, for sure. To say that it doesn't look good on anybody, that's just salty. <laughs> It That's sounds just, like you just might not look good enough. <laughs> and honestly, you probably do. You're just not styling it correctly. Okay. Which, That's stay like tuned a, for the next episode. <laughs> but I feel like it's kind of like a red lipstick thing where people are like, oh, I don't know how, like, I, that looks cool, but I just could never wear it. And it's like, you think that about yourself. Mm-hmm. I know you probably could wear a pair of baggy jeans and rock the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. But you just have to have the confidence. I do think that skinny jeans are easier to find. Um, baggy jeans are hard to find because they just are, especially if you have a curvier ass like yeah. um, me. Uh, I find that jeans are supposed to be baggy and they're still tight in my thighs and my butt. And I'm like, okay, yeah. this is not. Yeah. So it's difficult. But. For sure. They definitely look good on some people. For sure. <gasps> Man, I'm getting offended. <laughs> oh, no. What is it? They said Portillo's is gross. I said what I said. Okay, well, that's just wrong. <laughs> but but listen, okay, I Portillo's is the fucking best. Like, they have the best cheese fries. They have the best I hot dog everything on it. But I will say the quality has just gone down. And I think yeah. that's just because of... It got so big. Exactly. And when things get too big, just the quality diminishes. And we had just, they built a brand new one down the street from um, where I live. And I hadn't had it in like eight years because the one that's actually closer to Brie, the quality has gone down. And so I just never went there because I was like, it's not worth the money. When they rebuilt a new location and they had like, you know, they got to send in like the big dogs to really set everything up. That Pertillo's was amazing so amazing that i think we had it four or five times in that month because it was just so good and i hadn't had it in years yeah now it's been open the last five months and it's just gone downhill again really yeah i won't eat there anymore it makes me think of chick-fil-a when i think about chick-fil-a like five maybe even a little bit more than five years ago it was really good and now it's just kind of gone. it's just down. what happens when you get bigger and it's annoying because you miss that quality yeah, like their chicken tenders were so tier. good and they're just like shriveled up and small now. Yeah. Now, if I'm going to get, if you want some good chicken tenders, you got to go to Raisin Cane's. You say that and I haven't had it yet. Let's have a little girl's date soon and we'll, oh no, wait, I got to wait till I'm done with 75 hard. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Well, <laughs> Soon-ish. Perfect. In three months. <laughs> Perfect. 
Tipping culture is out of control. I obviously tip waiters, hairstylists, etc., but tipping at fast food restaurants, Chipotle, people who hand you a water at the airport, etc., is just ridiculous. And the amount of people expect to be tipped, 30 plus percent. People who give you a water at the airport? I'm sure it's probably like on the screen, like tip. Just oh. like everything I feel like nowadays always yeah. like en- ends up with the, how much tip do you want to give? It's like, what? Yeah. I, I feel like for a while, like I enjoy tipping and yeah. I enjoy over tipping as well mm-hmm. when it feels right. Yes. I absolutely never tip under 20%, even if someone is an asshole. Like yeah. I, you would literally have to like spit in my food for yeah. me to not tip you. For sure. But I agree. It has gotten out of control. Like if it, it now I've had some like discernment with it where it's like, Okay, if you're making my coffee and I know you're not getting paid on tips, isn't getting paid solely on tips. Right. So, for instance, you're making me a coffee. I just I'm not I'm just not going to tip. For sure. I've heard of people um, where they go to get like Botox and it's like a seven hundred dollar thing and then it says tip. What? I'm confused. Yeah. So I agree. It has gotten out of control, which kind of sucks for the people that do need tips. Yeah. Because now they're going to like now people I feel like are just going to not tip as much in general. And Mm -hmm. then the people that, you know, their income is solely on tips. Well, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. And because I I and okay, so I work service. Obviously, I provide a service. But then when I worked at the bar, I also provide, you know, had I was in the service industry. Um, When I worked at the bar, I made no money. I solely worked off of tips. I think you got we got paid like $2 an hour, but that would always be taken out. So it ended up being $0 an hour that you would make. So I would work off of tips. I want to make money off the tips. And there'd be times where people, it would be like a $100 bill and they'd give me five bucks. And I'm like, you literally just gave me a 5% tip. Thank yeah. you so much. And now on the other flip side, being a makeup artist, again, service industry, I work for myself. I set my prices where I want to set my prices. I don't expect you to tip at all. If you want to tip me, that's great. I love that for me. But don't ever expect to have to tip me on top of what you're already paying for. Because I set the money. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. And so because of me setting the money that I make, I feel like that's the same way as like what you're talking about with like, someone who's making money an hour to do something yeah i'm making money x amount of money an hour to do something and i'm getting paid for it same with the coffee why am i going to tip you extra for doing what you're supposed to be doing yeah except for again restaurants night out bartenders things like that like i know that i'm culturally supposed to tip on those things yeah i saw a tiktok yesterday and it was a hairstylist and she was saying how she had controversial opinions on tipping and she was saying how like basically what you said where she sets her prices and with the economy and inflation and everything she's had to up her prices Mm -hmm. and she ups her prices because she needs to do that for herself right she doesn't expect any tips on top of that no and she's like if someone's gonna tip me and if they're gonna tip me like you know a hundred dollars or something like that she's like of course you're gonna get extra you know a little tlc or whatever right And it was like kind of good to hear that because especially with my hair in the past, I would always over tip anyway because I loved the experience, whatever. 
but you know, with the economy, everything, I have tipped less, but still not less than 20%. Right, right. But I'm still just kind of like, damn, like 20% on how much it is, is still a lot. A lot of money. It's nearing $100. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know, it's kind of refreshing to hear that perspective. Um, And also to hear it from you, too, as someone who sets their rates and is, you're still in a service industry, but you're setting your rates. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, it's like I agree, but I hope that people don't use this now as an excuse to just not tip the people that deserve to be tipped. Right, because there are times where I just feel like maybe I made a little extra money and I have a little extra to spend and maybe I got a really good service, whether that was hair, nails, restaurant, anything where I was like, I want to do a little something extra for this person that made me feel special. Mm-hmm. And do you remember when we got, um, we went to that little cafe last month and we overheard the waitresses talking and they said that the people that they were waiting on dined and dashed. They didn't Oh my pay. gosh, yes. I forgot about that. Hearing that, it was like, okay, so we tipped extra. Because yeah. I felt so fucking felt bad. bad. Yeah. That's, what are you doing? Yeah. And they were full grown adults. Yeah. Not children. Yeah. Just wild to me. Yeah. But in that moment, we were like, okay, here, let's give a lecture because we can. Right. Right. So I think it just depends on the situation when it comes to the tipping thing. But yeah, I feel like at this point, we're going to like walk into Target and they're going to be like, here, could you tip us for the experience of the cleanliness that we've provided you? And you know <laughs> like, what? No. I'm going to pull out mine too and be like, I was a nice customer. Tip me, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, even like, okay, even with social media... All of the apps are now like trying to push subscribe type services. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it, no, stop. <laughs> just stop. And I like, know. I've even gone down the route of like looking into it in the past. And it's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I just don't want to do that. Yeah. It's just too much. I agree. You can't, you can't just be paying everybody for fucking everything. I know. Yeah. I feel the same way. <sighs> Well, that was a good unpopular. It Although was. I don't think it was very, that last one was very unpopular. I think a lot of people agree. Yeah. But I liked, I liked some of them. Yeah. Some of them got me a little toasty, <laughs> a little spicy. <laughs> and just, just to recap, a lot of you don't like Taylor Swift and Beyonce. I mean, I had to skip through like 20 of them. No, literally. It sounds like you guys are a bunch of salty bitches. <laughs> oh. In the nicest way possible. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We love you for it. We still love you. We love your controversial opinion. <laughs> we do because it helps to feed us. What do you mean? Feed us. I meant like feed our. Feed our feed. I meant to just feed feed our conversation. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? You help to feed us. <laughs> I'm I'm so full off of all of your um, unpopular opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Feeding the conversation. No, literally. <laughs> it, it 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 was good conversation. It was. I would love to do these again at yeah. some point in the future because this was a lot of fun. And if um, you guys want like more spicier ones, hit them. Hit me with them. Yeah. Just let's leave Beyonce and Taylor out because like I said, there was a lot of those in there. And any celebrity, honestly, like let's just. Yeah, because I feel the same way about all of them. It's it, they don't. They're for some people and not for others. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. If you want to be involved in the conversation in upcoming episodes, make sure you're following us on Instagram at In Her Skin Podcast. We're also on Tickety Talk. Oh, also In Her Skin. Oh, oh, oh. And we're on. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And if you're watching us on YouTube. 
What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>